good morning. This is Mimi. Maybe I'm your grandma, your Mimi, or maybe you don't know me, or maybe I'm your friend. I couldn't think of what else to say, but I'm glad to read the Bible to you, and I hope to be real with you and let you know that the Lord cares for you. He loves you. He made you, and he's he's so happy when you follow him and when we turn away god welcomes us back doesn't he he loves us so much this is from the one year bible for kids from the new living translation excuse me i need my lozenge this morning don't i did i ever tell you the story about mimi's voice mimi's voice is bad like this it gets hoarse and sore a lot because i didn't listen to my mom I think that's on one of my podcasts about uh, maybe Mimi's memories or something like that. But I didn't listen to my mom. So, another very good reason to listen to your mother, huh? Okay, let's get busy, Mimi. This is November 11th, 2023, and I'm reading you the November 11th. We're reading from the Word of God, Acts 28, verses 11 through 31. It was three months after the shipwreck that we set sail on another ship that had wintered at the island, an Alexandrian ship with the twin gods at its figurehead. Our first stop was Syracuse, where we stayed three days. From there, we sailed across to Regium. A day later, on excuse me, a day later, a south wind began blowing. So the following day, we sailed up the coast to Puteoli. There we found some believers who invited us to stay with them for seven days, and so we came to Rome. The brothers and sisters in Rome had heard we were coming, and they came to meet us at the Forum on the Appian Way. Others joined us at the three taverns. When Paul saw them, we thanked God and took courage. When we arrived in Rome, Paul was permitted to have his own private lodging, though he was guarded by a soldier. Three days after Paul's arrival, he called together the local Jewish leaders. He said to them, Brothers, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Roman government, even though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our ancestors. Romans tried me and wanted to release me, for they found no cause for the death sentence. But when the Jewish leaders protested the decision, I felt it necessary to appeal to Caesar, even though I had no desire to press charges against my own people. I ask you to come here today. I asked you to come here today so we could get acquainted and so I could tell you that I am bound with this chain because I believe that that the hope of Israel, the Messiah, has already come. They replied, We have heard nothing against you. We have had no letters from Judea, reports from anyone who has arrived here. But we want to hear what you believe, for the only thing we know about these Christians is that they are denounced everywhere. So a time was set, and on that day a large number of people came to Paul's house. He told them about the kingdom of God and taught them <clears throat> excuse me, about Jesus from the scriptures, from the five books of Moses and the books of the prophets. He began lecturing in the morning and went on into the evening. Some believed and some didn't. But after they had argued back and forth among themselves, they left with this final word from Paul. The Holy Spirit was right when he said to our ancestors through Isaiah the prophet, Go and say to my people, you will hear my words, but you will not understand. You will see what I do, but you will not perceive its meaning. For the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and they have closed their eyes, so their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear. 
That was the end of verse 27. Now the commentary says, remember the commentary is not God's words, it's man's words. Paul boldly told others about Jesus, even with guards watching and listening. He didn't let anyone keep him from preaching the good news. If you are serious about following Jesus, don't let anyone scare you into not speaking up for him. Live boldly for Jesus, no matter who's around. That's good advice. Okay, the question today is, how does Paul's example encourage you to keep speaking out for Jesus? And one answer is from Colossians 4, verse 3. Don't forget to pray for us, too, that God will give us many opportunities to preach about his secret plan, that Christ is also for you Gentiles. That is why I'm here in chains. In chains. Colossians 4, verse 3. Thanks for joining Mimi today. Okay, so this edition would be in the honor of a friend of mine who I've been talking with daily. This edition, meaning the thing I'm adding to this, because she told me she was glad that I'm so real. I left off the last like two and a half verses or so. So I'm going to just add them here on the end, even though I already gave you the commentary. I'm going to be real with you. (laughs) And I don't have time to go back and fix my mistakes on these podcasts, or I don't want to take the time. So I hope you enjoy listening anyway. So I dropped off in the middle of verse 27 accidentally. I didn't turn the page. The verse was saying, For the hearts of the people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and they have closed their eyes. So their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear. Then I turned the page. And their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. So I want you to realize that this salvation from God is also available to the Gentiles, and they will accept it. For the next two years, Paul lived in his own rented house. He welcomed all who visited him proclaiming the kingdom of God with all boldness and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ. And no one tried to stop him. Okay, that was all the way through the end of the reading, which was through verse 31. There you go. I already read you the commentary. And now, thanks again for joining me. Even though I'm a little bit ditzy, I praise the Lord. He can use me.